You're listening to Chats by Rotaract Australia, where we bring Rotaractors together to inspire, educate and collaborate. Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of the Chats by Rotaract Australia podcast. My name is Laura and I am your host and today we are talking all things comms and marketing with one of the best. Her name is Natanya Lim. She has done lots of incredible things, including was the Rotaract Australia communications director that I took over from. So I learned all of my things from her. So please make her feel welcome. Hello, Natanya. Hi, Laura. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thank you for saying yes. You are from Melbourne, so you're coming out of ISO, which is a big step. How yep. are you feeling and what's new? I'm a bit of mixed feelings. I'm pretty good. It's coming up to summer, so I'm definitely looking forward to being able to go to the beach and um, enjoy the sunshine. But yeah, we just got to make sure that we stay safe and, you know, keep it up. I mean, this podcast is a pretty good way to celebrate a bit of restrictions easing. Yeah. And I think, you know, 2020 has shown us that uh, comms and marketing have never been more important. It's definitely a way for us to connect with each other across Australia, but also with Rotaractors and Rotarians and other Rotary family members from across the world. And we've never needed it more. Most definitely. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? How did you get into Rotaract and what are some of the fun things that you've been able to do? I joined Rotaract in Melbourne after I went to RILA, which is the Rotary Youth Leadership Award. And that sort of just set me off on this amazing, incredible journey with Rotaract. So I joined Monash Rotaract in 2016. I became the president the following year. And after that, I became the communications director for Rotaract Australia. I was in photography and I was, um, yeah, getting into social media, particularly Instagram. That's sort of my favourite yep. social media tool. Yep. So we can talk, we can dig into that a little later. I guess through all that experience, I set up the Monash Rotaract Instagram account and took over the social media there. And then from that experience, I was encouraged to become the communications director and you know, I didn't really think I was necessarily that qualified. I don't really have a journalism background or anything. But to be honest, like it was a great learning experience and I brought pretty unique things to the table as well. Yeah, look, I love how you use the word encourage. Some say strongly <laughs> advised. Uh- <laughs> yeah. And so since- Just remember B tapping me on the so- on the shoulder and just being like, I think you can do this. And me being like, are you really sure? But that's what I love about Rotaract, right? Is that you can take up all these roles that you don't necessarily get the chance to in sort of work or professional life. And you can sort of expand your skills that way. I think 12 months after your conversation, I was tapped on the shoulder and had a very similar <laughs> conversation. <laughs> I'm sure you did, yeah. <laughs> and so before we crack into comms and marketing, you uh, you were the Rotaract Australia comms director for a year and then you've gone on to do some more fun things as well. Yeah, so I am now the PR and media coordinator for Rotarians Against Malaria in Australia. So that's sort of a Rotary-focused organisation. So that's been really interesting but I'm also advising sort of our district Rotarians as well in terms of I'm, I'm on the PR and media committee as well. So that's also been interesting. <laughs> also, I think you were also 
referring to my stint as the district road right representative. Yep. <laughs> it's all racking up. Look, and hopefully you're having fun along the way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Comms and marketing. Some people say absolutely yes, and some people are genuinely terrified. And hopefully there are some along the spectrum that begrudgingly take over clubs' Facebook pages or Instagram pages. Why is social media and comms and marketing so important? Look, it's an opportunity to build community in a different space. I mean, we've seen 2020 has shown us that traditional media, newspapers, radio, that kind of thing is not necessarily the only avenue that we can use to market Rotaract and sort of build a community online. And social media tools give us that opportunity. So it's really important to think very broadly about communications and about marketing and to not just necessarily sell the membership aspects of Rotaract, like come join us and all the rest of it, but also to showcase the amazing stories that we have both of what we do and who we are. And so what are some of the easy ways that people who, you know, get thrust into the role can sort of take on board while they're sort of finding their feet? I think on Instagram, for instance, it's really just posting um, graphics and images and sort of, I, I personally think one of the best ways to create a sort of quick social media campaign is to um, ask some of your club members to sort of answer easy questions like why did you join Rotaract or what's what what was your favorite Rotaract activity that you've done or project that you've worked on and matching like a photo with uh, that story and posting that on Instagram or Facebook or wherever it is is a really easy way to sort of easily capture content. If a club doesn't necessarily have a dedicated marketing comms person, why should they? And what are some of the things that they should be thinking about? Yeah, well, this is one of the things about social media, right, is that people tend to think it's a really easy thing to just grab a photo and to put some text with it and just post it. But it's it's actually a lot more than that. You need to strategize, really, is what I think to think about your objectives and your goals with social media. Because I think at the end of the day, social media, they're really just tools. You have to have an end goal. You have to, you know, want new members or to get people to come to your events. or And you also have to think about your audience. And so just having sort of random posts by random members of your club probably isn't the best way to go about that. I think it's much better to have a dedicated person so that they can keep track of, you know, Facebook, Instagram and all the rest of it and keep everything sort of consistent as well. So some clubs have every social media under the sun. They've got Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. They've got a website. They might have a a newsletter. You know, hopefully some clubs now have TikTok because that's my life. How do you go from being really diligent and saying we're only going to have one avenue to get information out there to having too many that you can't keep track of to what do you post on each different one how to how do you sort of think about all of those things in a rotor accents yeah well my first thing is that it's always quality over quantity so you should always be trying to put your best content out there rather than trying to post as many times or post on as many different platforms But you also have to do what works for you and what your members are also capable of or already have knowledge in. So especially for Rotaractors, I think you do have to be on Facebook, but you should also be thinking about Instagram. 
And those are the top two that I sort of think about most frequently. If you can do more though, that's really, really good. And it sort of depends if you're say university club, then it makes more sense to be on LinkedIn. Whereas if you're a more community-based organization, maybe it makes more sense to be on TikTok, which my club has just joined. So I'm very excited about that one too. But yeah, it, it, it really depends on your audience as well. A lot of our Rotarian friends are on Facebook. So you've got to have a presence there. And I suppose it's also about thinking uh, strategically in the long term, because if you are wanting to get certain kinds of members or from certain places, having a presence on those particular sites or, or using those particular avenues would have to be advantageous as well. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. And so at the end of the day, it all comes back down to strategy and to what your end goals are, how that leads into your audience and how that leads into your content. Coming up with a strategy, how does one even think about that? You know, we do strategic planning, hopefully at a club level, at least yearly. Um, And if we don't, we probably should be. Stay tuned for another podcast episode. (laughs) But how do you think about that from a comm setting? Yeah, so this was actually one of the very first things I did when I became the communications director because I inherited social media accounts, but there was nothing like there was no consistent posting, there was no sort of direction or even like a brand identity. So the first thing is to come up with the overall goals that you want your social media channels to to do. So whether that's getting more members or getting more people at your events or whatever it is, you need to establish those goals and establish sort of statistical sort of type goals that or quantitative goals that you can then use to measure your success. So that's really important too, is not just to post, is to also look at the analytics afterwards to see what's working and what's not. And then the next thing to do is to think about who your audience is, identify your audience members. And I I actually go pretty detailed and I create audience profiles and that kind of thing, but you know, you don't have to go that far. But just thinking more broadly whether you're talking to rotor actors specifically or whether you're talking to a, a broader public, that's also something to think about. And then also gathering together all of your brand identity, what I call a toolkit. So it's sort of your logos and the colours and the pretty pink Redirect Australia colours and also the fonts and all that. And also I, I think you should also have a sort of general voice as well that so that you kind of maintain a bit of consistency with all of your posts. And then the final part of my strategy is always to do with the analytics and how I'm going to measure all of the key metrics so that I can then go back to posts and see what's working, what's not. And is there a way to think about creating your own posts, so sort of organic content, as opposed to sharing what Rotor Act Australia is doing or Rotary International or your sponsor clubs? How do you find uh, or how do you think about getting a balance between those? Yeah, so, I mean, it's really a balance of it all. It's I tend to find it's actually quite difficult. I like to post a lot of sort of photos and especially um, photos with people, that kind of thing. But it's hard to get that, especially in 2020, um, when we've, we've not really had any in-person events either. So that's been really tough, actually. Also, just creating your own graphics, you can do this really easily on tools like Canva nowadays, It's which is Canva is like my go-to tool. I open it pretty much every day. I'm sure you do too, Laura. Um, <laughs> yeah just an incredible tool so if you haven't gotten onto it you should get onto it I like to share a bit of content from Rotaract Australia other clubs as well districts because it's also about sort of 
being part of a community. And I think that's something that we don't think about a lot on social media, but it's something that we should be thinking about because I think people don't want to be sold something. They want to be a part of something, especially if you want to attract members. You've got to make sure that you're telling your story and including other people who are outside the Rotaract community. At the beginning of all of that, you were saying about branding and having correct logos and things like that. How vitally important, I feel like that's a dumb question, but how vitally important is that when we are talking to non-Rotaractors or non-Rotarians? It's so important. It's sort of, it's, it talks for you. It speaks for you um, before you've even said a word. It's about consistency so that people see your post and straight away know, oh, this is Rotaract. But it's more than that. I think people are very visual, especially nowadays. And so when you have the right logos and the colours, it all it all matches up. And that's so important. You particularly uh, in Rotary, when you drive through a new town or, you know, you're on the road or you see something on socials and, you know, you see the old logo or it's really faded or, you know, all of those things. You're like, oh, gosh, like, where's the paint? And then that would also transpire online as well. Yeah, first impressions count for a lot. And I mean, when we get such a pretty pink, I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> Honestly, everything in my life is pink now. Red yeah. has just taken over. <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, fair, fair, fair. I'm going to be sad the day that I have to join Rotary and, and hand back my, my cranberry pink. <laughs> Move on to the blue. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, good thing I still look good in blue, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> what is the most important thing that people should be thinking about when they are thinking about social media? We're going, you know, 2020, we're writing off 2020, but coming into 2021, you know, we're coming up to a break soon. Everyone's going to hopefully have a bit of downtime, some relaxing, but also it's an opportunity to pause and, you know, start the new year on a a good foot. What are some things that people can do? Look, I think when it comes to social media, it really comes back to storytelling and that we tell stories of um, what we're doing, who we are, why we do what we do. And the reason why I say storytelling is so important is because at the end of the day, social media You can have any number of followers, you can have any number of likes, but you actually have to get actions happening in order for the social media to actually be worth anything. Again, I keep coming back to these examples, but getting new members or more people attending your events or whatever it is, people will be more compelled to do so if they think that they're part of our story as well. And I think in in 2020, (laughs) the year of Zoom, when it's, you know, 50 people with little <laughs> tiny boxes on a screen <laughs> that can that's so important to to think about and I guess the final question I have for you which is maybe not so much social media but Rotoract in general what is your advice to Rotoractors who are wanting to take the next step if that's a board position if that's a leadership position if that's joining Rotary in a in a role what what's your advice to people do it do it do it I mean really Rotoract is like you're just the biggest opportunity for growth and development. It's given me so many opportunities. I've gone overseas twice, obviously pre-COVID. Um, <laughs> and it's just been an incredible journey. Honestly, I the, the world keeps expanding for me. I keep meeting new redirectors and, and new ideas. And I mean, what's not to love about that? And you can do it all while in cranberry pink. Yep. 
That's the best bit. Uh, well, look, thank you so much, Natanya, for chatting to the Chats by Rotoract Australia podcast. If anyone wanted to get in touch with Monash Rotoract or talk comms things, how could they get in touch with you? Well, on all the socials. So you can come follow us, facebook.com slash Monash Rotoract, instagram.com slash Monash Rotoract. And if you message one of the pages, I run the socials still. So you'll be talking to me. (laughs) Excellent. And look, if you're brave enough, you can enter the world of TikTok. Oh, yes. Excellent. Well, look, hopefully you guys have learned a little bit about comms and marketing and branding and all things socials uh, and tune into the next episode of the Chats by Rotoract Australia podcast for all the more fun. So thanks so much, Natanya. Thanks, Laura. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to Chats by Rotoract Australia on your favourite podcasting channel and like, share and comment on the RA socials.